Hello, my name is Paul Stanton, and I've been asked to talk about a book or so that I think everyone should have read at least once in their lifetime. And I actually brought two books today. The first is The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein, and it looks something like this. It was first published in the 1960s, and I bet I have read it a hundred times to my children and now my grandchildren. Uh, in fact, it's one of the books on our shelves that they always want me to go back to and read again. And really, it's about unconditional love. It's a book in which an animated tree, if you will, and a little boy are sort of growing up together. And the little boy and the tree love each other. The little boy likes to climb the tree and pick the apples and will pick the leaves and make little wreaths to wear on his head. And life is good. Then the little boy grows up and he moves away. When he comes back at probably what is a time in teenage to young adult life, he indicates to the tree that he needs money. The tree is saying, come boy, climb my tree, climb out on the branches and pick the apples. And the little boy says, I don't need to do that, I want money. And the tree says, okay, little boy, says, why don't you pick the apples and take them to the market and sell them? Then you'll have money. So the little boy does that, and he's gone for a long time. When he comes back again, he's older, of course, and he says to the tree, he says, tree, he says, I want a house. The tree says, well, come, little boy, climb my branches, pick my apples, enjoy being together again. The little boy says, no. I need a house. So the tree says, well, you can cut down my branches, little boy, and go build a house. So the little boy totes off all the cut branches, and he builds a house. Years later, when he's older, he comes back. The tree's delighted, says, little boy, climb my trunk. He says, my branches are now gone, my apples are now gone. What do you need? And the little boy says, well, I've grown older. I'm kind of sad now and I'd like to have a boat so I can sail away. And the tree says, well, I don't have much left. Says, you can cut my trunk and make a boat. So the little boy, now an older man, cuts the tree down, all except a little stump, and he goes away to build his boat. Years later, a much older man comes back, and the tree's happy to see the little boy return as an older man. He says, little boy, I don't have any apples now. And the old man says, well, I don't have any teeth. I can't eat apples. Well, little boy, I don't have any branches now. The little boy says, well, I can't swing from them. I'm old. And the tree says, well, I don't even have a trunk for you to climb. And the little boy says, well, I'm too old to climb. And the tree says, well, what do you need? And the little boy says, as an older man, of course, he says, I just need a place to rest. He says, I'm tired. And the tree pulls up the best he can, and he says, little boy, have a seat. So the little boy sits down on the stump, and the two of them, again, are happy. So what this book is really about is unconditional love. The tree could be you, could be me, could be a spouse, could be a God in heaven, who knows. But it's about giving love, giving all you can to help somebody you do love. And so when I read this book to my children and grandchildren, 
the point I want to emphasize to them is if you truly love somebody or something, it goes on forever. Now the second book I want to talk about is a little bit different. It's called Limu or Limu, the Blue Turtle. Now, I don't know whether I'm pronouncing it correctly or not. It came out in the late 90s, uh, about 1998, and so I've read it to my grandchildren. And what this one's about is a turtle that was born a different color from all the other turtles. All the other turtles were green. This one was blue. And the other turtles would laugh and they'd point their flippers and it would make the blue turtle, Lemu, sad. But Lemu, even though they were laughing at him, he wanted to do the best he could. So he would play in the waves of the ocean. He would meet other uh, sea creatures and he just wanted to enjoy life. So at one time, he was swimming along and he was eating things that turtles eat on the reefs. And he came to an opihi, a certain type of creature that uh, really is very special in places like Hawaii. And the opihi was crying. And Limu said, why are you crying? And the opihi said, well, my sister lives a long way away and I haven't seen her in a long time. And Limu says, I can get you there. I'm a good, fast swimmer. Climb on my back and we'll be on our way. So the Opihi jumped on Limu's back and they're swimming away. And then they come up against something big and dark. Turns out it's a whale. And Limu at first was scared. Then he saw the whale was crying. And as tears were coming down off the whale, Limu said, what's wrong? And the whale said, well, I swam too close to an old sunken ship and I got a board, a splinter, in one of my flippers and it hurt so bad. So Lemu said, let me work on it. So he starts to pull and push and twist and suddenly out comes the splinter, the piece of wood. And the whale was ecstatic. The pain had gone. He says, you have helped me. How can I ever pay you back? And Lemu said, you don't have to do that. And Lemu swam on and the whale swam on. And so Lemu and the Opahi soon arrived at the Opahi's sister's residence there on another reef. And the sisters were so happy to see each other again. Lemu had really done a good thing. And as Lemu, not wanting any thanks, started to swim back to his home, suddenly the waters got dark again. And then he saw eyes and he realized these were sharks. And all of a sudden, there was this big, dark creature. And you know what it was? It was Jonah the whale who had come back to help Lemu. He owed him something. And Lemu said, thank you, you saved my life. And Lemu swam away and the whale, Jonah, swam away. Now what this book means to me is that even though you may look different, perhaps the color of your skin, perhaps some disability, perhaps just the way you look, that people might laugh and point fingers. It's not what's on the outside that's important, it's what's on the inside. Lemu proved it's what's on the inside that matters. So try and read these two books. Read them to yourself, your children, your grandchildren, and everybody will be better for them. Thank you.